0: Harris. Da, da, da. Hi, welcome to life, the first episode of Life in the Ted Lane. My name is Ted Harris, and this is my co-host, Lindsay. Hello! Good to see you. And It's good to see you too, Ted. So I would like to talk about some, some parts about what's like to be autistic. So, A lot of people don't understand autism and all that. Hey, Ted. They, what?
1: So before we do that, before we launch into that, why don't we tell everybody
0: what this podcast is about? This podcast talks about my adventures and what has been like for me and all the things that have been going on this year and what I've been doing this year.
1: Yep. So it's about your adventures and what else what other things are we going to talk about? We're
0: going to be talking about Broadway and Hollywood and what's been going on in Hollywood and some stuff what goes on in the world of puppetry.
1: Okay. And we're also going to talk about what it's like to be autistic. Yep. Okay, that sounds cool. What do you have for us today, Ted?
0: Well, the other day we saw Font Hill Castle up in the Doles Pennsylvania.
1: Yep. And what for people who don't know, what is Font Hill Castle?
0: Basically, it's a museum where they make all the great Mercer tiles and all that.
1: So there's the Mercer Museum, which is where they make the Mercer tiles. And why are they called Mercer? What's Mercer?
0: Because of a lot of uh, colorful designs on them. So and- who created the Mercer tiles? Well, it's not Mercer Mayer. No. It was... Basically, he had a big castle and all that. Mm-hmm. Basically, he had dogs and all that. Basically, he would found one day his his house would be a museum one day.
1: hmm
0: Basically, he collected a lot. Well, he was a collector, but he'd find things and all that. hmm And he showed a lot of great things. He made his house into a castle. Yeah, he liked to collect tools. Like to collect a lot of tools. He wanted to show what life was like 300 years ago.
1: I think what it was, was that it it was more that he enjoyed the pre-industrial.
0: The industrial revolution. Well, yeah,
1: the pre-industrial era, I think. Mm -hmm. And he thought that handmade things and things like that are very beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. And he collected all different kinds of tile. Yep. Do you remember the oldest tile in the museum that we saw, the one that was behind glass?
0: What was it?
1: It was a cuneiform tablet, and it was, I think they said it was three thousand years old. Wow. Yeah, but they had all different kinds of, all different kinds of tile. Henry Mercer, that's his name. Henry I'm, Mercer. Yep. I just checked the website, which is mercermuseum.org and we can put a link in the show notes and we can he
0: had his dog Rolo yep. one thing was that Rolo actually designed Rolo's steps to the castle Rolo designed the steps? well he, the steps were first made and Rolo ran up the stairs and ran back down but Henry Mercer was not mad at him he predicted the Rolo's steps
1: yeah because why are they Rolo's steps?
0: Because, have yeah, Rolo's handprints on them.
1: His hand... Rolo had hands? The dog Rolo had ha- hands.
0: Had his footprints. His, yeah. So what does the house look like when you see it? It looks like a big medieval castle. Mm-hmm. And it's made out of what? It's made out of concrete.
1: Yeah. And one of the things that's interesting about that period of time is that his... The poured concrete style kind of reminds you of... If you're familiar with Gaudi... In Spain, he was another sculptor and artist who was doing similar kinds of work. But yeah, it's all made out of reinforced concrete, and you can find out more about it at mercermuseum.org. Mm-hmm. And we'll put a link in the show notes.
0: Yep. So that's, our, that's one of our most recent adventures. Well, I'd like to talk to you about what's been going on in Hollywood
1: out about a new and very exciting piece of news today about a new documentary
0: Ron Howard is doing a, a documentary about Jim Henson
1: yeah we read this on Collider and I believe it was also reported on Deadline and so Ron Howard and Brian Grazer it says here on Collider in an article written by Aiden King Ron Howard and Brian Grazer are teaming up with the folks behind Disney Original Documentary to make a documentary chronicling the life and career of legendary Muppets creator Jim Henson. The film will be made with the full support of the Henson family, with full access to the Jim Henson Company's archives, and will create a definitive portrait of the puppeteer. He did a lot of interesting things, not just the Muppets. Right, Ted?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. There was a new series about The Electric Mayhem.
1: There's a new series about The Electric Mayhem?
0: Yep. Really? I didn't know about that. Tell me about it. Well, the people at this are going to get together. They are going to do a TV series about Dr. T, The Electric Mayhem.
1: Huh. I'm going to have to find So I'm going to fact check that, Ted. But in the meantime, let's get back to this thing about Ron Howard and Jim Henson. So... One of the things that's really interesting here is that Henson's family is cooperating with this. Not only are they cooperating with this project, but also Ron Howard's going to have access to the Jim Henson Company's archive. And an archivist named Karen Falk has been taking care of this archive for 30 years. Can you imagine curating that archive for 30 years? Wow. Think about all the films he ever made. Like. What's the one that you really like? I'm an Idea Man. Remember that? Yeah. What's some other films that he made that weren't Muppety?
0: Time Peace. Time Peace. Yeah. Happy Time Murders.
1: Happy Time Murders? I don't remember that. Was that it? Did Jim Henson really make that?
0: That was a recent one.
1: Did Jim Henson make that movie?
0: Well, it was a a more updated one. What's this thing about the
1: Electric Mayhem that you were talking
0: about? The, The Electric Mayhem is doing a... We a TV series for Disney.
1: Okay. Muppet series about electric mayhem band set at Disney Plus. Lily Singh to star. This is from Variety. Uh, We're reading an article written by Joe Otterson from March 7th. So, Ted, I'm really glad that you told me about this. I really hope that... uh, Janice finally gets, you know, some of the respect she deserves. Oh, this is funny. The series, titled The Muppets Mayhem, will follow the band as they try to record their first ever album. Lily Sang will star as Nora, the human junior A&R executive tasked with managing the Electric Mayhem band. <laughs> the band consists of Dr. Teeth on vocals and keyboards, Animal on drums, Floyd Pepper on vocals and bass, Janice on vocals and lead guitar, Zoot on saxophone, and Lips on trumpet. I guess that's Lips, the yellow, the guy with the yellow hair. Yep, yeah, that's him. This and it's created by Adam F. Goldberg of the Goldbergs, and he's working on this with Bill Beretta. Interesting. This is going to be cool. That sounds like a really good time. Mm-hmm. So that's so we've got our we got our Hollywood news and our puppetry news. All in one. Right?
0: Well, that was good. Oh, Sesame Street has a new puppet called Amir. She is in a wheelchair, talks about conflict and displacement and talks about refugees.
1: Let's look at this article from Fast Company here, Ted. This article from March 28th, I can't see who wrote the article, it must be down at the bottom. So she uses a wheelchair, and she helps represent the millions of children with disabilities affected by conflict and displacement. Oh, it's by Adele Peters. Good to know. There's going to be a new animated series, and she's also going to be a live-action puppet. Ted, you know what? I think we're kind of caught up on Muppet News for right now. Oh.
0: Okay. All right. What else would you like to talk about today? About what's like be autism. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Autism basically is affected on what part of the country you live in. And sometimes it's called Asperger's syndrome or p pervasive developmental Delay or autism. We you know it's not affected by people who raise their children. and you know it lasts a lifetime. Autism is a disease that parasocial social behavior skills. It's not affected by, by people who raise their children. Girls also get autism too as well as boys. But it's more affected with boys rather than girls. Mm-hmm. Do they have attachments to things like toys and all that? Mm-hmm. Or relate with, with some things or objects. And we know it lasts a lifetime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've been with some some people who have, have autism and all that. I remember when you were little and we we didn't understand
1: autism as well as we do now. And I remember when you were little, the way I used to describe it to my friends was some people are really good at... Everybody's good at some things, but they're not good at everything. And for autistic people, that is more pronounced. Mm -hmm. Like, that wasn't how I described it. I was a little kid. I said, like, for example, Ted is really, really, really good at drawing, but... There are some other things that he's not good at. Mm-hmm. Like when you were little, what
0: were some things that you were not good at? Clapping hands, really? But you taught me how to clap hands. I
1: remember I taught you how to clap hands. You weren't good at you weren't good at processing noise. Yeah. Like, well no you you didn't have problems with auditory processing. It's just that like if we were in a restaurant and it was noisy, you couldn't handle it so you would flip out. All right, right. But you've always been very, very, very good at drawing. Yep. And you've also been very good at cutting shapes out of paper. Mm-hmm. Like you could cut a whole word out of paper when you were little.
0: Yep, That's I can give a good description. Okay, Imagine we're transported to another dimension where people heard different from you and acted different from you. Whatever your response is, don't in your world. Like laughing a funny joke. New people didn't understand. More translated, more anger you got. More confused you became you wish the scientists would transport that dimension and, and pack the guidebook that dimension. They forgot to pack one, but soon might learn to fit in and, and develop new traits. Is that, is, that,
1: is that everything you wanted to say?
0: That's what I think. That's what you think? That's what the experts say, say what it's like to have autism. So You become a stranger in a strange place.
1: Did you... Did you hear that somewhere, and you're repeating it to me? Because I know that sometimes Echoalia
0: drives the bus for you. I I heard that my autism video. Okay. And Des, is he, a cop whose son has autism. Oh, okay. And people at Ellen said that, and people at Deborah said that, people at Betashar said that.
1: Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I think it might be time for us to wrap this up
0: because. Good. That's Ooh. that's it for our show today. If you like our show, leave us a review or visit us at 63productors.com. If you like the show, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell people like, people hate, like, hey, all of the subscribe hour our shows. <laughs> and we hope to see you. And we hope to see you. Bye! Life at the Ted Lane is created by Ted Harris. Of harris Productions in association with 6630 Productions featuring Ted Harris co-hosted by Lindsay harris This music by Vincent Brill sound recording by Lindsay Harris-Brill producers acknowledge this was created on land of the Lenape Nation and was created by cognitively challenged people for more information about Lenape people visit LenapeNation.org for more information about this show Sixty six three productions dot com, sixty six thirty productions.